Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson. Here he goes. Goodbye and hello end zone. Van Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to break down day number 11 of New York Jets training camp with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, it was unbelievably hot out there today with the heat index 104 degrees. And that was an omen for what would take place on the field and certainly more to the point what was going on behind the scenes with the New York Jets. Before we get to all that, though, how did you hold up and how many gallons of water did you drink on the field today? You know, honestly, the worst part about this all now, every year I find a new worst part about it. So uh, this year what I find the new worst part is it's not about practice. It's not about sweating so much at practice, the sun beating down on me is that I, I have to spend the rest of my day going to the bathroom every 20 minutes because of how much water I drink <laughs> to survive out there. And while I'm out there in the heat, I'm not, I don't need to go to the bathroom because I'm just chugging water and, you know, it's just replenishing my body. And then they spend the rest of the day having to go to the bathroom. Might be too much information for you guys when you just want to talk about the Jets. But that's what standing out in that heat does to you. And you guys know how I like to complain about the heat. If you ever wanted to become a beat reporter in the NFL and part of the job, you know, is covering training camp, 
Now you understand exactly what it takes to be a beat reporter on the sideline. You've got to be willing to not only drink all that water, but have to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes for the rest of the day. That just comes with the territory, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to be willing to make sacrifices in this life. That That's what people tell me. Sacrifices for your craft, nothing new for you. That's why you are a very big deal. Unfortunately, a sacrifice has been made on the offensive line on behalf of the football gods, and that sacrifice is the end of Mackay Becton's season. This is so sad, Chris. Second year in a row, this time a shattered kneecap. And unfortunately, if we're being honest about it, good chance that this is the end of Mackay Becton's run as a New York Jet. He's still going to be here, but the front office is going to have to move forward and plan around him not being a factor because there's just no way that they can count on him now. Two freak injuries, too. Last year, Greg Van Roten fell on him. This year, his foot got caught in the turf. It's not anything that's his fault. There are people that are pointing to his conditioning or his regimen. None of that is why this happened. Sometimes guys just get unlucky and get hurt in sports, and that's what happened the last two years with Mekhi Becton. But now he misses his second straight season. The Jets are going to have to forge on without him. They're looking at Dwayne Brown. Chris, I'll let you talk about that, but I expect that to get done very soon because Dwayne Brown, it's a perfect situation for him. He knows he can jump right in here and start. And, of course, for the Jets, they need him desperately now to take Mekhi Becton's place on that offensive line. But this is just sad all the way around. I feel horribly for Mekhi Becton, and hopefully the Jets can figure out a way to plan around this. They're, you know, just uh, the, the last thing you said there, hopefully they can uh, figure out a way to plan around this. It's one of those things uh, you, you, at this point in the season you can't do. Um, and you're not going to be able to find anybody else even close to a uh, Mekhi Becton level. And, you know, even uh, Dwayne Brown getting him where he's at now, it's not going to be there. Uh, of course, you can argue about uh, what you expected from Becton or whatever. You can, you can do that if you want. You can play that game. Uh, as you said, this, this is a freak accident injury. I saw it happen. His toe got caught up on the turf, uh, that that can happen to anybody. That has nothing to do with his weight. That has nothing to do with his conditioning. It's just one of those things that makes you wonder, like, shouldn't they be doing something different with, with this term? Because it just happens too many different ways. There's, I feel like there should be a better solution to this in 2022 for so many teams to lose players for the season due to just turf. Um but but that's that's what we have to go with now. Um, you know, when the news broke about Dwayne Brown being around, people, oh, his backup for – no, it was, they're talk, looking at him just as a backup. Like, backup for Becton, backup for George Fant, backup just because you will need quality backups in, these, in the NFL, especially at a, a position as important as uh, tackle. But it seemed that – it had – you know, the feeling I got was, all right, Bring him in. He's he'll be on board when when he comes on board. We'll see. But at this point, it's uh, all right. Accelerate the timeline a little bit. Accelerate this process. Get him in here. Of course, I'm sure him and his agent are saying, "Hey, let's slow down the roll a little bit. You need me a little bit more than you just did. So cough up a little bit more money." So I'm sure that's how that's going to work out. But I don't expect it to be long until uh, Dwayne Brown signs a contract is in here. Uh, because as we will get to, practice t- 
today was pretty much derailed uh, right off the bat because the offensive line just got absolutely beat up left and right every step of the way. And they're going to need to do something because the, the backups that they have now are not ready. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. I like Max Mitchell. I think he has potential. I think he could eventually turn into a starter. Eventually is not today because he got dominated being out there for a lot of snaps. And we all know what Chuma is at this point. There's no mystery. He's a player who just really shouldn't be out there for any meaningful snaps. He got dominated as well. 22 dropbacks for Zach Wilson, eight sacks. The defensive line just absolutely crushed the offensive line. Two sacks for Quentin Williams, two sacks for Jacob Martin. As you said, it's very obvious. They're going to have to hope that George Fant stays healthy, and they're going to have to get a deal done with Dwayne Brown soon because Zach Wilson, and we'll get to him in a few minutes, did pretty well today considering, but he just didn't really have much of a chance, and the reason is because that offensive line just could not protect him. Yeah, and in my my notes, I actually, uh, you know, I went like meme uh, in my own notes, and I I went with Chuma Doga. Oh no, baby, what is you doing? Uh, and I just wrote that down a bunch of times because it was not looking good at all. And Max Max Mitchell, I was like, oh, and Max Mitchell is out there. They got him. Uh, oh, oh, hey, uh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that's not it. That's not the answer. Um, now this isn't Max Mitchell, uh, maybe down the road, he might be the answer. Uh, I'm not saying don't write him off. Uh, but if he needs to play now or even this year, that's going to be a problem. And 
at this point in the Yadoga uh, experiment, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you, we can pretty much ready to say if at any point that uh, he's expected to play serious amounts of snaps, teams are going to pick on him. Uh, I don't, anybody that's watched the NBA in the last few years, you've probably noticed a trend and why there's a lot of players who like, who used to be able to have like a role on, on teams that don't really have it anymore because they were valuable on offense and you had to kind of hide them on defense. But now teams are getting so good about seeking out those guys, the liabilities on defense. They're just like, okay. And they're just going to attack over and over and over. Okay. That guy's the weakest one on the defense. We're just attacking them over and over and over. And that's going to be the same thing that happens to the jets. If Chuma Doga is out there then and the Dwayne Brown, whatever else you want to put out there, uh, you know, throw a prime Orlando pace out there. It ain't going to matter. They're going to go and say, no, we're just going to attack the Chuma Doga guy. I wouldn't love it if the Jets did this, but I would understand it. Remember, Elijah Vera Tucker played left tackle his last year at USC. He's got experience there. If the Jets have to, if, say, Fant gets hurt, even if they sign Dwayne Brown, they might have to shift Elijah Vera Tucker to tackle and put Nate Herbig in at guard. At least that's a more tenable solution than throwing Chuma Doga out there or based on what you saw today out there, Max Mitchell at this point. He's certainly not ready, so... It's not ideal because I think it might stunt Elijah Vera Tucker's growth a little bit, but if an emergency arises, they might have to do something like that. I hear you, but I, I like the idea even less. Uh, you already are having him switch sides, and now we're talking about moving him outside, and then what ends up happening if that doesn't go well? Or like, Remember the uh, Antonio Allen starts playing good at safety, and then Rex gets the bright idea to put him at cornerback and then he was just never able to uh get a hold of corner and then they try to put him back at safety and he was just kind of lost and confused and who knows I'm not saying Antonio Allen would have gone on to be like some elite pro bowl safety um he might as very well have just played a, a, a couple of decent games and then fallen back right off all of a sudden you do you try to make a move like that and then what happens? Well, uh, you know, the Becton pick might be a wash, and now you could end up compounding that and then making a risk making the ABT pick a wash. And then you're leaning on George Fant as the one of the guys here. And then you're going to end up, well, that you can just, you know, how that would play out, right? In this scenario, that would play out with the Jets giving him a big contract only for him to. Uh, underperform or get hurt or something like that. It's just, man, I don't like shuffling things around like that because it's it's one of those, uh, you know, it creates more questions. It creates more things. I, I, I'd rather just stick ABT right where he is and just keep rolling with it. Um, but, I, but I get it because right now, I mean, the options aren't good. I'm not saying I like the idea all that much, Chris. I'm just saying the Jets might get forced into something like that if they get another injury or two, which is certainly possible because even if they signed Dwayne Brown, George Fant was hurt last year. They've been taking it easy with him in training camp. Who's to say he stays healthy? And the last thing you need is Connor McDermott or Chuma Doga out there starting games. That's really what I'm saying. At least with Nate Herbig, you know you've got a guy that can legitimately start at guard. 
it might be a desperation move they make at some point is all I'm saying. We'll see how the cookie crumbles, but hopefully they get Dwayne Brown in here because that would certainly help, at least in the short term. Let's talk about Zach Wilson now, though, Chris, because he unfortunately is going to feel the wrath of what happened with Mekhi Becton, and we'll see what the story is with George Fant. Hopefully, like I said, knock on wood, he stays healthy. But the offensive line that we saw in training camp today is just not going to get it done for him. That said, he actually had a pretty solid day, ended up going 8 of 12 and didn't make any major mistakes, which considering what he was facing is a minor miracle. He had some success with Corey Davis, who's been under the radar this camp, but done very well. Garrett Wilson had some nice catches. And as we alluded to yesterday and for the last couple of days, Tyler Conklin got in the mix again. He is becoming one of Zach Wilson's favorite targets. Yeah, I'm I'm all aboard the Tyler Conklin train again. Um, I, I will just keep pounding that there. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year and he's going to be that security blanket that uh, Zach Wilson looks to a lot. Uh, it just seems anytime this year when it comes close to, you know, him holding down the ball too long, he's just looking for Conklin and dumping it right off. Um, so I, I, I like that there. I think that's going to be the case. But, yeah, this – and now what the offensive line, this is another part of it, though, because – now is he going to need to be uh, called on to block more? Are they not going to be able to send him out on as many routes as they would have liked to? Otherwise, can they, uh, you know, lean on some of the other guys to do that, still free him up? I think that's probably how that's going to play out. But, uh, yeah, this, it's just, you know, it's one thing. This is, this is how it goes. You, you got to shuffle things around that – opens up, you know, okay, move it to fix a problem over here, but that's going to make you a little weaker in another area. And it's just the way you got to juggle it. You got to balance and and see if you can strike the right balance and exactly, uh, you know, what's best for the team as a whole. Other quick notes, DJ Reed, Ty Johnson, and Vinny Curry all sat out with hamstring injuries. Brandon Eccles was out for undisclosed reasons. Jeremy Ruckert had his first catch in training camp, seemed pretty happy to be back. And a couple of scuffles today. Denzel Mims was right in the middle of a few of them, too. So talk a little bit about young Jeremy Ruckert getting his first catch, the injuries that the Jets are dealing with beyond Mekhi Becton, and Denzel Mims getting himself into some skirmishes today. There's there's two things I want to talk about there with the, the skirmishes uh, situation. The Denzel Mims was the bigger one. There was also another one on the, uh, on the lines later in practice, but also uh, Sauce and Garrett Wilson were going at it consistently today. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, they weren't fighting, but after the play, uh, Garrett Wilson would like run right up into Sauce's grill and give him a little shoulder in there. And Sauce was meeting him right there. They were going back and forth, uh, a little give and take between the two. So that was, that was fun to see. Um, it, w- it was good to watch them. Also, nothing spectacular or anything today, but Garrett Wilson might've caught like 164 catches today. Um, again, it was really hot. So I'm probably exact, uh, you know, a little over counting, but it seemed like every time I looked up, he was catching the ball. Uh, Denzel Mims and Isaiah Dunn. This is so on one play, uh, they throw towards Mims. Mims turned around to high point it, and Dunn did a great job to just get up it to where his 
hands were above his head and just bat the ball away. And then Denzel Mims might have taken a little bit of exception to the celebrating that Isaiah done and the rest of the defense was doing there. I, this was, I forget if this was during third down drills or two minutes, wherever it was, it was a, a play that ended the, that part of the, the series of practice. So the defensive players came out onto the field celebrating. Denzel Mims didn't like it too much. Uh, they went back to line up for the next play and that hadn't even snipe, uh, hiked the ball yet before uh, Isaiah Dunn is literally just grabbing at Denzel Mims's jerseys. Uh, and Mims gives him a shove, turns, makes the catch, and then just gets swarmed by a bunch of defenders. And then, yeah, that's when uh, a little skirmish broke out. Uh, I, I was watching from the play before, and I was like, uh, this something, something spicy might pop off right about here because – you could tell, uh, but but Denzel wasn't about to let Dunn beat him there, even with the, with the way he was just grabbing at the jerseys. Again, it was just like a little three-yard catch, but it, it, they were ready there. It would reach that part in training camp, too, where things are going to start popping off. Uh, one thing, it, as it gets a little crazy, and then it immediately calms down so far here. So it, there seems to be good discipline in in that sense, at least. Robert Salas spoke after practice. He said that the Jets are definitely working on getting Dwayne Brown in, but he doesn't have an update. He knows that Douglas and his staff are trying to get something done. Interest is still mutual, so we'll see. Like I said, Chris, I expect that to get done fairly shortly. Salah also said that Becton being out is not going to change the plan to play Zach Wilson Friday against the Eagles. Remember, Salah said that the starters will play one quarter, so Wilson will still play that quarter. Salah talked about the abuse that Mekhi Becton has gotten from fans online, and I guess people have shouted stuff at him too. I don't know, but I assume most of it is on social media. He said, people have the right to think what they want, but sometimes they should just keep it to themselves. Zach Wilson chimed in on this as well. He said that people don't see them as human beings when they talk to them on social media. You got to have a thick skin and tune everything out. If you recall, Zach Wilson said last week that during the season, he doesn't even operate his own social media. He has a team that does that for him. I think that's a wise move for him, and I think that other players on the team, including Mekhi Becton, would be wise to do that as well. Don't operate your own social media. Let other people do it for you. It just isn't worth it. There's way too much negativity there. Even when things are going well, there's always going to be people that are looking to bring you down. So, Chris, I know you have some thoughts on what Robert Salas said, especially what he said regarding Mekhi Becton and the stuff that people have been saying about him. I agree with you, Robert. Uh, I will just kindly, respectfully say maybe you should have thought about this before a lot of the stuff you were uh, leaning on in training camp last year because you guys were leaning on him. Uh, Robert Sala and a coaching staff was leaning on him really hard and painting, going out of their way to paint this picture of Makai Becton. And we talked about it a lot in training camp and about how they identified him and they were using him to make an example out of and Denzel Mims to make an example out. They were doing it. And listen, NFL cutthroat business. You got to be tough to make. Uh, okay. You can, you can spit all that out. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to argue with you, but this is, this is the other side of that. Um, so, and, and you can go back, 
if you're listening, you can go back into the archives and go find, uh, you know, or training camp reports from last year to hear me saying right then and there a year ago, like, hey, Robert Sala, this, you, you shouldn't be doing it this way. But we know how it is. We know how social media is. And Zach Wilson is absolutely right. Um, and if I was, especially if I was someone like Zach Wilson, who, you know, gets that huge signing bonus, all, all that as a rookie, I'm not even having a social media at all, let alone, you know, I'm going to go like the Andrew Luck route. Uh, I'm not even going to go with have somebody else run it. But yeah, for other players, I get you want the brand, you want the advertising, you want to have that to so have someone else run it. And if you want to have, you know, a, a burner account for just for you and your friends, you lock that up tight. You, you protect your tweets and, and all that. You do that because... And, and everybody's like, oh, I can take it. I can handle some, you know, people saying stuff on the internet. And yeah, you can. Yeah, of course, most people can. But also, man, it gets exhausting. I mean, you can back me up here because we've talked about why, why I don't spend a lot of time on social media. And it's not because of people coming at me. It's just because of how much stupidity I see. And it makes me sad and angry about how much stupidity is in this world. And then I get like depressed about how dumb people are and just the, the things that people get, you know, caught up about and all this stuff. It's just, it's just crazy. So you can sit there and say, Oh, I'm, I'm tough. I I'm built for this. I can do this. No, you're not. No, nobody is like, people aren't built. We weren't made to, to withstand having like hundreds of thousands of followers and people just sitting there calling you fat, worthless over and over again. You can have the thickest skin in the world. Eventually some of that's going to creep through and break through and you're not going to feel great. So, uh, but Zach Wilson is right. That's the, that's the way to do it, man. You, you hire somebody to run it and you can't ever, you know, tweet something out and get yourself in trouble. You're not going to read it and, and all that. You, it's just, disappear, stay away, and isolate yourself from it. That's what works for the very big deal. It works for Zach Wilson, and I think it would work for a lot of these guys. It's smart advice, and I think a lot more players should adhere to it. Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com, and above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on and breaking down day number 11 of New York Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything that Chris is doing, you can do so over at JetsInsider.com. Also, follow him on social media at CNimbly and at Jets Insider on Twitter. Visit our website, playlikeajet.com, and go to the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Some fantastic All-22 breakdowns by the Thunder from down under Luke Grant. Watch the videos. Subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.